Hello everybody, welcome back to another Model Student episode. I'm your host, Alexandra Rain, and I am always so excited, but especially today because we have our first hairstylist on, and she was also the very first hairstylist that I ever worked with. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Tanisha Luckett. to talk to you today though I'm so excited and I was thinking about it just barely you were the first um hairstylist that I've ever worked with like back in 2020 isn't that crazy yeah that is wild I know it feels like so long ago it really does it was like right at the start of the pandemic but so it's especially special to have you here today so thank you so much I'm excited to be with you I know me too I'll just have you um before we get into the questions and the whole lot just have you introduce yourself really quickly if that's all right yeah totally my name is Tamisha um I am from Salt Lake City Utah I have been doing hair for six years now um yeah I'm kind of boring I graduated from (laughs) school (laughs) and if I'm not doing hair I am at home watching Netflix and you have a son too it was his birthday wasn't it yes I have a um I have a 10 year old now oh my gosh yes I I was crazy I was just about to say I think I remember seeing double digits on that post which I'm sure is even crazier as his mom but he's very fortunate to have you as um as someone to look up to you've been such a role model to me thank you yeah of course um but you're not boring. You're a superstar, which is why you're here. I feel so lucky to have you. Um, but I love, so you have, your title is a multi-textured hairstylist. So what, yes. I mean, I mean that, that um, by definition is pretty self-explanatory, but would you explain really what that means and the process of um, becoming one and the, yeah, well, let's start with that. Yeah, totally. So I like to, I mean, I guess it's like a self, a self-proclaimed title, essentially. But basically, um, I just think it's super important as well to highlight that. Um, Just because I do, I do multiple textures of hair. So I just believe if it grows out of the head, it can be worked on. And that's how most hairstylists should, or all hairstylists rather, um, should live their lives. I think that it's super important to, um, I think it's super important to um, understand that you have to be able to do all hair textures in order to be a successful hairstylist. Absolutely. Absolutely. So was it just done like kind of a natural learning experience, just having um, different clients with different hair types that it just kind of evolved to be that? Or, yeah, yeah um, it actually started because Utah has this really great thing that they like to do to people called microaggressions. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, oh, so yes. it started in hair school for me. Yeah. Um, people just assumed that I, I knew how to do black hair. Mm. <laughs> so whenever black clients came into the school, they were automatically stuck with me. Yeah. Um, 
and actually there's like one there's one time that specifically that I remember um that I had gotten to school and this woman had waited literally three hours for me to start school because they told her that nobody at the school knew how to do her hair. Oh my God, you're kidding me. Well, also yeah, it's like so, you're at school to learn. So maybe you guys should exactly. learn. So maybe this is a good opportunity for them to do it, right? Yeah, yeah totally. Think. Oh um, my God. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially I was kind of like, you know, baptism by fire type mm, of thing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I just, um, at that point, I realized the importance of like, no, everybody needs to know how to do this. And so totally. it's kind of been, um, kind of been my thing, you know, yeah. which it should be. I mean, I love that you have, I love that you've made that, um, like a part of your brand, but it really should be everyone's. Like, I think exactly you know what I mean it is so 100% like disappointing that still and I've heard so many I mean I you know I'm I'm biracial but my hair definitely isn't it's more like white girl curls (laughs) I guess it's not like like a loose wave yeah loose wave it's not uh, it's pretty but it's not it's not even like a super loose wave honestly your hair is pretty well thank you I feel like your hair is pretty curly Thank you. But it is, I mean, compared to some of other models who I've worked with who have more, like, coily, curly hair, it's like they right. had to do their own hair on set, which is just ridiculous. It's like, yeah, you know, it's so, I mean, disappointing is the only word that's coming to mind, but I hope that um, other hairstylists can see you as a role model or just that schools even start, you know, don't just like you said like the microaggression of all she's a black woman so I guess we'll just put all of our black clients with her you know it's right just the assumption that I knew how to do their hair totally exactly exactly yeah exactly um so what I I guess yeah what do you think the solution then is to that just having I mean I yeah education you know and I think that not um putting the pressure on the black students or the students of color like oh you're hispanic you know how to do hispanic hair like no that's not how it works actually you're my teacher i'm here to learn from you yes totally (laughs) Um, totally you know or just inviting people that do other textures of hair um cutting curl like cutting styling curl uh coloring you know just inviting them to make people feel more comfortable because realistically it's all the same right hair is hair yeah but just it's a it's a comfort level so I think just inviting people to show them that this is not a big scary thing it's just air totally um is like the solution because I mean realistically it's just a matter of the hairstylist getting out of their own way definitely essentially it is I was just thinking about um I think it was a TED talk that I listened to and I can't remember the woman's name but she's brilliant and she is a black woman who has beautiful hair, but it's always, you know, as the story goes, just people touching her hair without permission or, you know, I feel like we've worked it up to be like this somehow touchable, but also untouchable thing. Like, okay, like I want to touch your hair, but I don't want to have to actually work with it. And like, it's this weird, like, I, I don't quite have a conclusion, but it is, um well it's like it's like it's like they look at 
curly hair as like this anomaly, right? Yes. Or yes. like, or like this show, and it's like, no, I'm not a show. I'm a normal person, and totally. I wouldn't walk up to you or your family and just touch you. So yes. please don't yes. do the same for me. However, if I go to your salon, I want to be comfortable. Yes. <laughs> I want to yes. be treated as an equal. Definitely. Totally. I, absolutely. I know. It's. I mean. I do have curly hair, but it is, um, it was such a thing growing up where I just always wanted straight hair. And I feel like, thankfully, as I've grown up, totally, I've come all to, of us, right? yeah, as a, the grass is always greener, but I, <laughs> I think now we're maybe getting to a point where, um, different textures of hair, different styles, lengths are being celebrated rather than like, uh, I don't know if like fetishized is the right word, but yeah, like, no, that that is actually you know? the right word to me. I think yeah, so it's yeah. awesome, and I think part of that celebration is um, having hairstylists, you know, claim not claim, but like you're saying, be able to do multi textures and not limit themselves, you know. So, exactly. Round yeah. of applause 100%. for you. It's amazing. Um, I want to hear more though about how you learned to do hair and when did that interest begin. Yeah, honestly, I do you want the real answer or do you want the cookie book? The real answer, answer. the real answer, always the real answer. The real answer is that I got pregnant. I was in college and I hated school and I actually, um, I got pregnant and I was like, well, I have to do something, you know? And so... I was like, well, okay, well, why not go to hair school? It was, like, always my second choice. Yeah. Um, it was always my second choice, but I never really pursued it because my mom was like, just try school first. And I was yeah. like, okay. Because, you know, people don't think that um, that hair school is real Totally. School, totally. <laughs> but it is. It's um, such a specific skill set that you can't just do, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, moms are like, you need to just go to college. Yeah, because <laughs> they're like, there's no money in hair, you yeah, know. Totally. And so, um, yeah. So finally, I, I, you know, made the decision after I got pregnant with my son to, to go to hair school because I was like, well, I'm a single mom. I'm gonna have to figure something out because yeah. I can't just work like a, a regular, low paying job. Totally. You know? Totally. Definitely. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how I kind of decided to go to hair school. Yeah. And what, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not serendipitous, but like, what a beautiful thing that that's how it happened, right. you know? And it's so, totally. I'm sure it was stressful at the time. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, everything happens for a reason, but you are such a <laughs> uh, No, it's true. My son definitely changed so much in my life. He slowed me down quite a bit and made me grow up, you know, yeah. and, and it really is like kind of serendipitous and it really is like, um, you know, like if I would, if I wouldn't have ever got pregnant, I definitely would have never went to hair school. Yes, never. definitely. I probably wouldn't have ever even done, like I would have definitely dropped out of college, but yeah. I probably wouldn't have ever done anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so just the gratitude for sure that I have to, to him for like pushing me, like not even realizing that, but yeah. you know, pushing me to be a better human. So oh, that's so sweet. It's like maybe you like get teary. That's so, <laughs> so sweet. Um, so then I know that you've worked um, on set and then also you work in a salon as well. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Perfect. I work at, yeah. I work at a salon uh, downtown Salt Lake called Plants and Salon. 
it's my absolute favorite um it's just a really fun group we there's six of us so it's got a kind of a small intimate setting um it's owned by tori plant she's a great hairstylist as well and yeah it's just fun i'm there a couple times a month cool not as much as i'd love to be but yeah um but there a couple times a month and just you know Live it. Doing the flop thing every once yeah, in a while. Totally. Well, I was gonna ask, what's the difference? Um, how or how would you compare set life, I guess, um, to like salon, like salon work versus set work? Totally. Yeah, salon work and set work is totally different things. So, mm. one thing that I think is the biggest difference is like getting to know my clients. Mm. But um, yeah, so I think the biggest difference is, is like building the connections with my clients because obviously like i'll build connections with models like you right yeah build connections with models and like we get to talk and we get to chat and we get to catch up but there's nothing like seeing a client every week you know what i mean totally and like just hanging out and um and just like kind of building that bond with them as far as like you know connecting with their family members or doing their kids hair things like that it's a different kind of connection I guess totally and I'm sure there's more consistency because with totally who knows if you I mean I'm glad that we have kept in touch I really am so grateful but I'm sure with models it is more sporadic and um really just you know at the mercy of if you guys get booked for a job together again you know exactly yep 100 percent. unless you like plan something creative totally but yeah it really is to the mercy of like what are, like the chances right of like yeah. meeting up <laughs> totally well you've done so much um um on set too like I saw that on your Instagram you just were in LA for the Savage X Fenty show what was that like yes. it was amazing yeah it was so much fun it was so stressful it was but yeah. it was so great um it's like the best kind of stress right totally like, fast pace and um, but it was so much fun. I, um, that was my second year working it. Oh, cool. I didn't realize. Congratulations. So obviously yeah, you did a good you. job then the first time to have you back. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome that I got the invite back. Totally. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was amazing. It was three days of shooting and, okay. and just kind of crazy in the middle of a hotel. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you, I, 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 this question just came to mind and it might be silly, but I will have like stress oh, okay. dreams where I am like at a show or on a set and like I like showed up late and they're worried, like I'm like the last one to have my hair and makeup done and I'm not going to make it before like we need to start shooting. Do you ever <laughs> worry doing, um, you know, styling hair on set? Do you ever worry about, am I going to get this done in time or anything? Like what are the stresses yes. that you experience on set? Yeah, I I actually, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm so insecure about my work. And right. I, so I always self-doubt and yeah. probably, and probably like ruin some things for myself mm. because I definitely stress out about that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But then I, I like, um, I have to remind myself like, okay, you're in the room though. Yes, you know what I mean? Totally. So if since you're in the room, like you meet, that means you're, okay enough to be here so get out of your own way and get it together you can do it just like anybody else you know what I mean so and yeah it's definitely like I think my insecurities can slow me down sometimes definitely how do you 
combat that? Like, what... Because I've definitely been like that on set to the point of, like, extreme anxiety of, like, okay, you're, like you said, like, you're in the room, they chose you, like, you just, how do you get out of your own way, is what I'm wondering. Honestly, I just start getting my hands wet and just dive in, you know, like, that's all I can do, because I'm like, okay, well, I'm here, I'm supposed to be working, so just work. Like, that's what you know how to do, just work and get going. If you mess up, there's somebody here that can help you. Yeah. you're on a team of people you're not an individual stylist here in this moment so yeah. specifically for the savage fenty show right there's like this whole section of um these intense braids mm. that the models and dancers had to have and i did not feel confident in braiding and i was like okay so i so instead of me like instead of me doing the style which i could have easily done that like now that I think back on it, I'm like, girl, you could have done that style. <laughs> but I was so <laughs> I was yeah. so insecure at the moment that I was like, I don't want to mess up and this is a huge thing. It's on TV. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I ended up assisting that day of yeah. a bunch of hairstylists. But you know, it, it is helpful too because it is like you're in a room with these crazy amazing like hairstylists that have been to all the places that you want to go. Totally. Um yeah. And so I think that was a little intimidating too, but mm-hmm. I, I ended up assisting because of my own insecurity and I yeah. could have easily done those styles after I saw what they were putting out, you know, totally. not that they were bad yeah. styles, but no. they, like they were easily done. Yeah. And also you're so capable. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, is, it's true. It's always so, the thing is, is I never look at anybody else and think, oh, they're insecure. Like they're, they don't deserve to be here, but internally the way that that like manifest for me but it's like nobody else is looking at you and thinking oh she doesn't deserve to be here or she can't do this it is we really do exactly just get in our own way but I I think exactly what you said of like you're here to work you just gotta work and like almost let go of ego like it's like exactly right it's such a process though I'm still learning (laughs) that's that's why I've been asking everyone like so what it's like for me to build my own confidence (laughs) more than anything else but so I'm curious then because the the show was in LA wasn't it yes okay perfect and you've gotten a lot of other work in LA too so how do you like you've worked I have a little list you've worked with MTV's Match Me, Mavin Beauty, Savin X Fenty um, how do you get connected to these jobs? Because you're a freelance stylist. Yeah, I'm freelance. So um, the way that I got connected into LA scene was through a man that I was assisting. His name's Mitchell Kentrell. Okay. Um, and so he actually, um, we had connected over Instagram. And then we, after we connected on Instagram, we decided, like he decided that, you know, I can assist him. Yeah. So essentially I started ass- assisting him. And then through him, um, I met my friend Rachel and she started asking me to assist. Cool. And then, so yeah, I've just been invited out just from building connections, mainly through Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, it's such a great thing. I, I feel like sometimes I'm like a grumpy old person who's like, Instagram is the worst. And I'm like, it's actually kind of cool saying. if you use it, <laughs> you know, if you set up boundaries for yourself and, find a way to have it work for you how do you (laughs) like connect with these people and like do you send them a dm like is it like a very 
do you go into it like, okay, I want to network with this person, or would you say it's more organic of like kind of just building a connection? Well, with, with Mitchell specifically, it was pretty organic. Yeah. Um, we had been chatting about me possibly like taking one of his classes. Oh, okay. And then, um, and then he ended up coming to Utah to teach a class, and then he reached out and he's like, "Hey, I'm in your city." Um, do you want to come to my class? And I was like, heck yeah, I'll come. Totally. So I came to his class and, um, then we connected in person. Awesome. And then, um, after that, it just, yeah, it kind of naturally built up organically and we've kind of just, you know, stayed connected ever since. So it's been great. It's been about a year now. Well, the class was like right before COVID, but then all of this stuff started happening to me during COVID. Isn't it funny? I feel like, um... Yeah, it's so interesting. Everyone's COVID experiences in this industry. So different, right? So different, yeah. Like, I feel like I had, I mean, kind of the best things happened for me work-wise during COVID, which is, you know, not anticipated. Because I feel like a lot more companies also started coming to Utah to shoot. Um, Yes. But anyways. Yeah. So It's so true. That's the same for me. Yeah. I'm, I really appreciated, though, how um, willing you are to learn. Because I, I look at you and think she knows what she's... And you do know what you're doing. You're so skilled, so talented. Um, but I think within this industry, there does have to be that openness to, like, there's still more I can do and more I can become and grow. Um, so I think, yeah. it's, I think it's brilliant that you're taking classes and... Um, I I love that for myself <laughs> to kind of take note of but what would yeah it's so it's so important yeah definitely what do you think has been the biggest thing that you've learned um within working at, on set as a hairstylist in the salon all of the above um I think that is like the most important thing actually is just to forever be a student because mm. then that automatically eliminates ego yes which is going to get you to so many more places if you're always um willing and able to learn from other people and just knowing like yeah I may be good but I'm definitely not the best and I think that humbling yourself and like realizing that you can always learn something from somebody even if it's somebody that you didn't expect as long as your ears are open to receiving Mm. you and you're like you know your hands are open to to actually practicing you can definitely always be a student you know what I mean yeah I love that brilliant you're so brilliant um I I feel like you've already given so many advice so much advice but as like a final question I guess to kind of round everything up um what would you say to someone who wants to pursue hairstyling work yeah I think I think what I would say to them is to not give up um because I mean it's been six years in the making for me (laughs) so it's a process and it's like um you know and I still haven't made it you know I'm just a baby in it right now so um I think just understanding that it's a process and um giving yourself grace I think is the biggest thing as well totally because you don't know it all and because we all are students we all are still figuring it out (laughs) absolutely Um, and that's just in life in general you know yeah Totally. But mainly just give yourself grace and, and wait it out because it's going to happen for you as long as you're consistent. That I think that's the biggest thing is you really do have to have patience and it can be so 
like sporadic I feel like at least for me there have been times where like I'm on top of the world and then it's like (laughs) it's just like rejection after rejection and that's just how it is you know but I think the patience is the biggest biggest most important thing you definitely are gonna get some rejection and that's okay and that just means uh, it's just like should be feedback it shouldn't be like a detrimental thing it should be like okay cool so i'm gonna come back harder next time absolutely totally oh you're <laughs> such a joy to talk to you're so i you just give me the best warm feeling in my chest every time i'm oh i feel the same way about you i'm so excited when you asked me to do this oh of course i was so excited that i called a week early (laughs) (laughs) i love it no i you really are someone who um when I was thinking of like, okay, who would be like my dream people to have on your top of the list, truly. Just such, oh, thank you so much. Of course. And I'm so, you've done so much. In my eyes, you've made it. I, I think you are <laughs> brilliant, but I can't wait to see how you keep making it and all that you keep doing. So thank you so much, Shanisha, for being oh, here today. Oh, I appreciate you so much. Of thank course, you so much. Of course. I hope you have a good rest of your day.